I'm Spooky Jeff. And I'm Regular Jason. It's the hour. And on today's terrifyingly horrible episode, what do you want on your tombstone? The answer, a QR code. Yet another killer animal in Australia. Cows! What they call pristine extraterrestrial organic compound, Jeff calls hot alien jizz. Dance Dance Devolution shanked to your body bag, available now in South Carolina. Police called on Halloween display, interrupting their donut run. And a New York City man was waiting for a bus recently when he fell into a 12 to 15 foot sinkhole that held a swarm of rats. You know, it could have been worse. He could have been dropped into the Times Square Applebee's. Also hosting a swarm of rats. (laughs) New York doesn't usually see swarms of rats as most Trump rallies are out of town. (laughs) But it's a little warmer in town. Uh, (laughs) Since being discovered, the swarm of rats has elected Mitch McConnell as the rat king. Quote of the turtles, thank fucking God. (laughs) We're finally rid of that one. (laughs) Those are the frogs. That's the frogs, you're right. Yeah. We're finally rid of that one. Cowabunga, (laughs) dude. I always think of uh, the Dana Carvey, Master of Disguise. Turtle, turtle. Turtle. (laughs) He was uh, doing Mitch McConnell before Mitch McConnell, um, well... He was definitely already old. And I think it was but before he was Senate. Mitch McConnelling out in the Mitch McConnell land. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mitchells. Oof. Ugh. Moscow Mitch, they call him. <laughs> yeah. I like how he said that he wouldn't go to the White House for, for months now because they don't seem to have it under control over there. <laughs> Talking about the COVID. <laughs> but he's still voting for the guy. Like, you can't even get go to the White House because it's not safe. But oh, let's keep him in there. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Just leave him in there. I wish that we just, like, you know, I think someone said this, like, the first year of his presidency. You're just like, give him, like, look, build a house on top of a mountain, move him in there, call him king of America, uh, you know, route his tweets somewhere else, but he's acting like he's tweeting and just get the fuck rid of him. He'll be very happy up there. He'll stay out of our hair. Yeah, I'm sure we could get a whole bunch of people to, like, like or, you know. Make it look like people are liking his tweets and Oh yeah, absolutely. We could we could Truman show this thing up. Totally. Show. The Trump show? If I don't see you, fuck you in the morning, the afternoon, and the night. <laughs> I I got the reference. <laughs> I'm glad. It's a it's a twenty year reference. So. Yeah, well it's a good movie. I was the only one in my family who liked it. I believe I've mentioned this before though. Yeah, no, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird that Jim Carrey was in it at the time. Now we know that he can be a serious actor, so it's good. But I was like, "Wow, this is uh, this is uh, Ace Ventura, huh? This is what he's doing. All right. <laughs> this, when's he gonna talk out of his butt? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, do you think he looks back on those movies and is just like, "God damn, what was I doing?" He has gone absolutely crazy. <laughs> so I don't think so. <laughs> uh, isn't he dating like Melissa McCarthy or something like that? Not Melissa McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy. Someone I, McCarthy. He was dating a Jenny McCarthy, I think. Not Melissa McCarthy. Jenny, not Melissa. Yes. Uh, yeah. But he's gone like I don't. He was in that that episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, mm-hmm. um, and uh, oh, there was the first death toll of mm-hmm. the evening. 
delightful. Indeed. Um, that was Jim Carrey's career after he made The Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, I think it actually was more the cable guy. I think you're right. Of... Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, no, he's just weird. He's like, uh, the waitress comes up and she's like, my name's Tammy, whatever. And he's like, no, it's not. He's like, she's like, I'm pretty sure it is. He goes, actually, none of us really have names. Uh, we're all just figments of our own imagination. And it's like, well, oh. he's being serious. Oh, no. He's one of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like he, he tripped on a mushrooms one too many times. And he just has <laughs> never come back from the upside down. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, hey, how was your week? Well, this week I found out something horribly disgusting. Oh. It's, it's not very spooky, but it's pretty scary. Hmm. So, um, you know the smell of chlorine at a public pool? Yeah. Yeah. So that is actually not what chlorine and water smell like mixed together. Watching, oh. a, I was watching a random YouTube video. Have you ever heard of Mark Rober? You heard of this guy? Nope, don't know who he is. So he's a YouTuber. He does like science type videos, does a lot of slow motion. Okay. Um, you may have heard of one of his videos. He um, he glitter bombed someone who was stealing the packages off of his front porch. Hmm. Like he good, built this whole plan, plan. this whole thing that looked like a, a pair of headphones, but when you open the box, it sprays glitter everywhere all over your house and records video and sends it to him so he could re- report you to the police. <laughs> anyway, it's very good. So the point is, um, he was at this. Uh, uh, oh, he was trying to figure out how much pee is in pools, um, hmm. and then he was at this. He took a pool sample of his friend's pool to this scientist, this chemist lady, and she was like, "Well, the smell actually is not chlorine itself. It's actually uh, I forget the name of the chemical, but it's what happens when chlorine mixes with urea, hmm. which is uh, in urine and feces." And sweat. Mm. So that really bad chlorine smell that we smell is actually just that mixed with pee. It's just dirty water. And the mix. Or sweat. It could be sweat. It could be sweat if people are like, sweating a lot in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like doing laps and things, you're probably sweating pretty hard. Probably, yeah. Um, but Do you also. Think big swimmers pee in the pool? Uh, I've, so I've heard that Michael Phelps says that he, everybody pees in the pool. That's so gross. What is wrong with people? I know. Well, you know, if you need that little extra boost of speed to get the world record. This is why I don't <laughs> go in public pools. I, I think public pools are disgusting. So he did uh, this Mark Rober guy, um, not a sponsor. He did a um, like a little experiment. Like he, he put some chlorine in a five-gallon bucket of water and left it there. Uh, and then right next to that, put some chlorine in a five-gallon bucket of water and added like a little pee to it. Um, and then he... Left it there for like a day, and then he like smelled both of them, and the one with no pee in it didn't smell like anything, just water. The other one smelled like chlorine. Interesting. Disgusting. That's gross. So he was so saying gross. that the average public pool has like 10 gallons of urine in it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess in the average public pool, it's what, like 100,000 gallons of water or something ridiculous? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, it's really diluted or whatever, but it's, I'm like, but oh, still God. Pee. I knew it. I fucking knew it. It's pee in the pool. Gross. Of course there's pee in the pool. Of course. Um, but also, that's the same compound that um, like makes your eyes burn and turn burn. red. So the worse it is, the more pee is in the water. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So anyway, how was your week? <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I have. I stayed you home. You just watched a pee documentary. I did. I watched a, a documentary about pee and then didn't learn any facts. And then now I'm grossed out. <laughs> 
<laughs> we should have a fact checker. We really should have a fact checker. So I listened to uh, there's a podcast. Dak Shepard does a podcast mm-hmm. called the uh, Armchair Expert, mm. uh, where he just talks to people, you know, about their life, about you know whatever. And of course, it's famous people because he he knows famous people. Yeah. Uh, but they he has a fact checker because he's like I say a whole bunch of shit and like I hear like a little thing. And I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And so his friend facts checks him. And so like the last 20 minutes of the podcast is her going over all the things he was wrong about. Oh, that, I, we need that. Because <laughs> I know a bunch of stuff that I know is wrong. <laughs> for example, for a long time I was telling people that the brontosaurus didn't exist. It was made up. Because for a while that's what they believed. Um, mm-hmm. Then it turns out the brontosaurus does exist. But I like, just... It's like Pluto, though. It was a planet, then it wasn't a planet. Right. How the hell no, do I know? You know. Yeah. What the hell do I know about Pluto? <laughs> Pluto? What the hell do I know about exoplanets? <laughs> <laughs> but, and again, like, even that. Like, I think it's called an exoplanet. Or was. But I don't know. It could be called a dwarf it a, planet. I thought it was a dwarf planet. Right. Or a little planet. So we do fact checks, but af- too far after the fact, I think. Yeah, and oftentimes I'm listening for fact check purposes at a in like in a car and right. so i like i go oh i'll remember that and then by the time i get to somewhere i've forgotten it yeah you don't remember that <laughs> yeah. i like try to repeat it in my head and i may get like one or two uh but not a ton yeah so, so a lot of times if i have to do um if i have to um like put in extra sounds or something to the podcast or edit anything like i'll do fact checking then because i have to listen to the whole thing again anyway Mm-hmm. Um, but I very rarely do that, so you know. We 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 should outsource it and get like a you know one of those people that you can hire for little jobs. Oh, like on Fiverr. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You know, we can get, we can get Kerma the Frog. <laughs> Hi, I'm a Kerma the Frog. <laughs> you can check all of our stuff and uh, tell us what was wrong. Right. That sounds <laughs> like a um, <laughs> like if you went to France, they would have like this bootleg. I don't know what we'll call it bootleg, but they'd just be like this bootleg shop. They'd be like, hey, I'm coming to frog. That'd be their, their mascot, but they serve frog legs there. Because <laughs> they'll eat my legs. I remember being little and going to a restaurant and my great-grandma ordering frog legs. Really? At a restaurant? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, so it, I think it became a Long John Silver's after, and now it's a laundromat. <laughs> so I'm washing off. And now they serve rat legs. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fried to a crisp, mm, 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 delicious, so good. So my week had ups and downs. Hi, uh, the- I'm a Mickey Mouse. Come eat <laughs> my rat legs. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What would you? What, how was your week? Uh, so we got a lot done on our bathroom remodel. We've been doing that bathroom remodel oh, for shit. a bit now. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, Becky sent you some pictures. Right. Uh, so we got the tile up, and once the tile was up, we put the toilet in and the vanity in, and we went and there's a place that we're getting a remnant of a quartz countertop. You know, they had, like, leftover. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And they got them all out there, and so we found a piece that fits uh, and is the kind of color and style we're looking for. Uh, and so we get, picked that out, and they measured the top of the vanity for it and so they're going to uh have that installed in a few weeks and that basically will be it it will be done it's crazy to me how you're talking about the vanity like you didn't fucking build it from scratch (laughs) 
Like, oh, just vanity. Yeah, just putting the putting the sink on top of it. it's fine. So my so Be- Becky was like, I said I could build a vanity. It's just a box, and she was like, Whoa, build a vanity. Uh, and I was like, no, it's just a fucking box. I can build a box. And she's like, all right, fine, build a box. And I was like, at most, we'll be out a couple hundred bucks on wood. It's not that big of a deal, right? Uh, and so then I built it, and she's like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Yeah. Can you can you build me another thing? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And who was giving me a little hard time about that? Huh? Huh? Right. Huh? No, actually, it does. It does look really nice. She picked out some excellent uh, handles. Like so, the, for the past few weeks, it's been in the garage where I had been painting it. Yeah. And you know, it didn't have doors. It didn't have the drawers in. It was just sitting there. And as as I walk past it every day, I'm just like, this thing looks janky. It's like, you know, when your kid shows you something, like, oh, look how good my picture is, and you're like, oh yeah, it's a good job. Oh, macaroni art. Good job, sport. Yeah. Sport. <laughs> uh, and so I felt that way about it. I was like, oh, all right, sport. Good job with this vanity. Uh, but then I put the doors on and put the handles on. I was like, actually, this does look pretty good. Like, it's not perfect. There's imperfections that stick out to me since I built it. And I know exactly where all of them are. Right. Uh, but generally speaking, it's pretty good, I think. Uh, yeah, don't you think the, there would be imperfections in, like, the manufactured ones you get at, at the store? Sure, Absolutely. And and the things that are like that I don't love, it's like the drawers. Like there's some of the drawers they bent kind of when I was making them. So I could just rebuild a drawer. That wouldn't take me very long. It wouldn't cost me very much. So if I don't like that, I can always just, you know, change that one drawer that yeah. looks a little funky. Did you put them on like uh some kind of hardware or are they just sliding on wood? No, I I got some uh some um ball bearing sliders hey which are they soft uh, clothes so i got so i got soft clothes for the other cabinet that i built for becky uh-huh. and those were a fucking son of a bitch to to get done really like to get them on there it if they're even just slightly off they don't close right oh yeah uh and so i worked for a ridiculous amount of time trying to get them in and my drawer was slightly too like it wasn't too too big but it was just slightly bigger than it should have been so it wasn't closing right uh and i'm getting frustrated and yeah you just gotta grease it up so uh we were looking through you know those dumb t-shirts sure (laughs) like what i'm with stupid no 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 so like okay 2020 uh so well those definitely um so stuff like i googled my symptoms turns out i just need to go to work at Waffle House. What does that even mean? I work at Pizza Hut because I don't mind hard work. If I wanted to do something easy, I'd call your mom. And it's got a skull. Well, I know someone who would wear that shirt. I'm a TGI Friday's line cook. What's your superpower? You know, they have those for teachers, too. And I roll my eyes every time I see that bullshit. Me, too. I'm like, it's a stop. Stop. Right. Uh, he's this one, and it's Donald Duck, and he's dressed as Captain America. And it's, <laughs> it says, I can't stay at home. I work at Cricket Wireless. We fight when others can't anymore. <laughs> Cricket Wireless. Uh, I, who is buying these shirts? <laughs> I don't these need These are shirts that get donated, and there's some, you know, kid in, like... Namibia wearing them. <laughs> right. Has no idea what they say. I don't need therapy. I just need to get fucked in public by 14 werewolves. 
That sounds like something Eric would say. <laughs> uh, what is the one? Okay, I I actually wrote one. I'm trying to find. Okay, um, nope, can't say it on this podcast. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should pause, and you can tell me. And yes, we'll come back. Okay, okay. So we won't read that one, but I have another one. Oh, it okay. says I am a lucky daughter. I have a crazy dad who happens to cuss a lot. He has anger issues and a serious dislike for stupid people. You hurt me, and they'll never find your body. Yes, he bought me this t-shirt. Could you imagine sending your daughter to school in that fucking shirt? I mean, so I have a policy, much like decorations. Mm -hmm. uh, I generally don't like any clothing with words on them. So I kind of agree with that. Clothing with words are the live, laugh, love of uh, fashion. I realized recently, I think maybe when I was 36, 35, maybe a couple years ago, that um, I was still dressing like a 20-year-old. And mm. um, so like, I bought a bunch of plain T-shirts because um, I was wearing, <laughs> like, I was wearing a, like, it was a PBS shirt, right, that I wore um, to, let people, that? to let people know that, you know, I'm smart or whatever. I, I'm liberal and I'm up to date on current affairs. Uh, but I don't know, like, I bought it at the Gap. <laughs> and then I had this Callahan. See, I was about to say, well, you paid it. You, like, you paid PBS for it, so, you know, wear it. No, oh, never mind. Never no, mind. I would have gotten a tote bag oh, there or you a sir. coffee mug. Uh, <laughs> so um, another one that I had was this Callahan Auto Parts shirt, which was like, uh, if you didn't yeah. know about Tommy Boy, you wouldn't know. But if you watch Tommy Boy, people were like, hey, nice shirt. And I'd be like, thanks. And then I'd realize, I don't want anyone to point me out and single me out and say, hey, nice shirt. So no one does that anymore because I just wear uh, just plain T-shirts. I don't know. I'm wearing a tiger shirt right now. I, I got a few things with like – like I've got a Declaration of Independence where it's like a picture of the Declaration of Independence on it. Uh, I wear it on certain days in school. Um, yeah. But that's uh, – I've that's, got – so I bought a shirt like, when I was in – what was that? That's different than like making a statement with a shirt though. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, so I was in um, Colorado visiting some friends mm-hmm. and – uh, we went into this like local art shop, like you know, pictures and drawings and you know, tote bags and shit like that. Sure. Uh, and they had T-shirts that local artists had designed. And you know, when you bought it, like the artist got like seventy-five percent of the price went straight to the artist. They had a store uh, like this at Briarwood. I know you don't go there anymore. They? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's still there, but yeah. Uh, wait, how long ago are you talking? Because there was like a Michigan store for many years the past couple years you're talking about the university of michigan I'm, the m den no 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 like a like a michigan travely kind of like uh trinkets. it was it, they was had like trinkets but it was 90s, different though yeah late 90s or uh, yeah. but anyway i bought a shirt that said colorado bears and shit <laughs> that's kind of funny so i thought it was kind of funny i don't wear it often but uh, mostly because there's profanity on it right uh, but, you know, I have a few things like that. Well, you know, live, laugh, love. <laughs> anyway, I've got this stupid fucking hard drive that won't turn on. And I had, I've been trying to reorganize all my drives because I have, like, stuff everywhere and duplicates. I, I deleted, like, 80,000 duplicate files from, like, my teaching uh, folders where it have just been copied from flash drives. And, you know, it was just taking up tons of space. So I've been moving all this information around and so i was putting a lot of it on this external drive so that i could then 
sort it and then move it to the different drives because they have like a drive for mostly photos and one for like video and you know what because i got four drives uh, so i moved all this shit onto my external drive and now it's died oh no you didn't have a backup that was my backup <gasps> i was moving it to other places that's really frustrating it, it is because for example i i digitized all the negatives from my film Oh, and shit. it took me a couple years because I literally have like 2,000 photos. Yeah. And they're they, all on that drop. They, well, if it's worth enough to you, they, it's expensive, but they can retrieve a lot of. So uh, here's the thing yeah, I don't ahead. think it's the drive itself. Oh. I think it's like the power source for the drive. Okay. Uh, so I, because I took the drive out and I put it in the computer itself. So I took the thing oh, apart. Oh, shit. So you took the enclosure apart. You've got, what is it? Enclosure apart. Well, the, it's just a, you know, regular drive. SATA or SATA, yeah, whatever exactly. they call it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I pulled it apart, put it in the computer. The computer saw that there was a drive there. It was able to check and said, yeah, your drive's fine. But it couldn't access anything. It's like, oh, this is an uninitialized drive. Because Wait. something in the external software or something from Western Digital, like, encrypts it or something. Okay. So okay. Popped it in, and it's like we can't read what's on this drive, but we can see there's a drive here, and everything seems to be fine. Interesting. And so then I took a separate drive because I've got a few drives hanging out here, and I put it into the Western Digital enclosure with all the stuff in there, and it still wouldn't turn on. So I think there's something like physically wrong with the power supply. Hmm. So I think the data is still there. I just had to figure out how to get it off. I have an idea. I tried two hands, and that didn't work. <laughs> You try lubing it up first. I don't think they like water. Okay, you're right. So, okay, so I have an idea. This is not uh, this is not on the up and up. Uh, <laughs> so you buy another one of those same drives, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And then and switch, switch it route. out and then return it. I've considered that. I've also considered looking to see if there's like one for sale, like reuse, because I don't need the drive itself. I just want the shit off of it. Right, but I, oh yeah, I wonder what kind of. Uh, Oh gosh, it's crazy you can't get to it. Like you can't I what whenever I get an external hard drive, and this doesn't help you now, but I usually format it. I usually get all their junk off of it. Mm -hmm. The well, Western Digital always has like a So when I put that like when I do that in like I've got four Western Digitals in my actual computer. I, I initialize those. This is like a it came in the enclosure, it's like pre set up and everything. Like I can't really do anything to it. Right. It's it's like basically like a flash drive. Only large with a actual hard drive instead of a, you know, flash memory. It doesn't make sense that you can't get to it. It seems like there's a way. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I just have to do some research. Yeah, somebody's gotta Google it. I'll you know, we have people that up. we know that work in tech support. I was well, one of them, but I'm not anymore. Are they listeners? Maybe they'll maybe they'll send us some information yeah. if they so Yeah, Wogan and Tony. Well, if you know how to get the data off my drive, send us an email at thehourpod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, or um, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Yeah, I want uh, just comment with pictures on what I'm supposed to do. Right, uh, or you can tweet step. us uh, 250 characters at a time how to fix my flash drive. That's fine, too. <laughs> is it 250 now? I don't know. I, I've lost track of what it is. It used to be 140. I think they doubled it. So it's 280, yeah, I think. 280. I don't know. 14, 4K? I don't care. 56K? 56K? Yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, we got some updates. Okay. Uh, 
in episode 78, this wasn't funny. Whoa. Uh, That's an old episode. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, we did a story about a rooster who killed a man by slashing him with a razor during an illegal cockfight in India. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. So I guess this is an update, but it's just related story. Uh, in a similar story in the Philippines, a police officer was killed during a raid on an illegal cockfight after the rooster's blade sliced his femoral artery. Wow. These cocks, man. They're cocking it up. <laughs> How do you fit uh, the thin blue line thing on the Philippine flag? <laughs> <laughs> Could you do that? All cocks uh, matter. <laughs> I think they may have a thin blue line on their flag already. The Philippines? Yeah. I th- maybe I'm thinking Malaysia. I don't know flags. I don't, I'm not a big vexillologist. You know. Oh, I was wrong. They have a thick blue line. Oh, it's very thick, yeah. But put the thin blue line between the blue and the red. How would you see it? Because it's touching the blue. Because it's very thin. Very blue. Oh. Maybe it's not, no, it's not Malaysia. Maybe it's Indonesia. You could definitely put a thin blue line in the, the Malaysian flag. I mean... Because it looks like ours just with uh, <laughs> a, the sun and a moon instead of stars. Uh, the Liberian flag, also very similar to ours. Well, because the Liberians are ex-Americans. Um, Indeed. <laughs> uh, History. Cockfighting has been banned, along with other sporting and cultural events during the coronavirus, to prevent large crowds from gathering and spreading the contagion. So this was not an illegal cockfight because maybe we shouldn't be killing animals. It was illegal because the COVID. Oh, okay, yeah. Because the the, the roosters weren't wearing masks, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Three people were arrested and two uh, fighting cocks were seized, along with two sets of spurs in the raid. Two sets of spurs? Like... Oh, razor spurs, I assume. Uh, yeah, I, well, I assume before they come out, you know, they, they clink, clink, like on the wood floor, and then they enter through some flippy doors, and this, then they cockfight. This town ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Also, Amazing. another update. In episode 107, We Digress A Lot, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about Delta banning passengers for life who refuse to wear masks. Uh and at the time, they talked about one of the, the people they banned was a member of the SEAL team that took out bin Laden, oh, who right. I, I heard from the president had all been murdered by Joe Biden. So how were they getting banned from Delta? Wow. Joe Biden's murdering SEALs? This is yeah, crazy. You know, Obama. Killing the SEALs. Uh, well, since the policy was enacted. Now Delta is up to more than 900 people who have been banned from life uh, from flying on Delta. There was a guy somewhere, I think in, in London maybe or something, he like uh, confronted some people for not wearing masks on the subway or the tube and he got beaten up and thrown from the train. There was a guy, in a grandpa in like California. They literally murdered him. Jesus. Over a confrontation about wearing masks. Like, Fuck these guys. I just I just avert my eyes and maybe roll them a little bit when I'm walking by these people. You know, just a little uh, roll of the eye. I, I feel like maybe under your breath, fucking assholes. Trump fucking cut. What'd you say? Sorry, oh. I, I assumed your ears were tiny like your dick. <laughs> oh, I said I love your lips. <laughs> Glad I can see them. <laughs> oh, the death toll. 
So we've been recording for about, what, 30 minutes now? Yeah, I think, it, what, what is it, a, a new person gets infected with the coronavirus every second and a half in the United States these days? That sounds about right. I think uh, nine people just died from coronavirus in Washtenaw County. I think that's probably what that uh, noise was for. Well, uh, maybe we have some things that could uh, help us remember them on their tombstones. Oh, yeah. So some people mm-hmm. want graveyard visitors to know more about who they are. And the or proposed, were. Or who were. <laughs> so there's a, there's a proposed solution, a QR code on tombstones. It's ironic because I thought the QR code was dead. <laughs> Me too. Because I just thought, apparently- for like a long time, I thought you had to have a special app to read QR codes. And like people putting QR codes on like signs by the side of the road. Like mm. how are you going to flip your phone out and like open the yeah. app or whatever. Because. But uh, um, you can just go to your phone's camera app, if you have an iPhone at least, yeah. and open it up. And it should- I don't think it was always that way though. Because I remember a time where like Becky had something that she could read qr codes with and i was always like what the fuck is this how do i you know whatever right there was a qr code reader app i think yeah i think there still are for people who don't know that um the qr codes can be read by the camera app so zingerman's uses a qr code when you uh when you order takeout at the roadhouse they do yeah you pull up to one of the parking spots for pickup and they got a sign with a qr code and you just do that and you hit submit like you type your name hit submit and that tells them that you're there and they bring your food right out to you that's cool it's just uh, the qr code now that i know is just a pointer to a like a website yeah it's it's basically like a link a picture link a link but not like the zelda kind yeah 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 Uh, We use one at my school because every morning we have to fill out a questionnaire saying whether or not we were exposed to COVID or had symptoms. Uh, And if the answer is yes, we can't come to work. If the answer is yes, you know how to read a QR code. (laughs) Uh, So at least one tombstone already has been found with a QR code on it, which is kind of what led this uh, article. Someone was out, you know, perusing the... the (laughs) cemetery could you uh, imagine if somebody put a, a barcode <laughs> like back whenever barcodes were invented what the <laughs> 60s 70s 80s whatever if someone put a qr code or not, a fucking barcode on their tombstone and expected <laughs> somebody to come by with a barcode reader beep i, I mean 379 be <laughs> <laughs> welcome valued minute, customer i've got a coupon <laughs> two for one uh to be fair, you know, it, it took, a, took a lot more equipment to read a barcode in, you know, 1970 or whatever. That's true. Uh, than you it does exactly now. We, we have all a, the equipment we need in our pocket. You couldn't slide a tombstone over the, the laser scanner. <laughs> oh, wait, I wanted the vegetarian, not the meat lovers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's my tombstone. Um, I forgot to put the separator on the belt. You know, they don't have separators on the belts anymore. Oh, really? I, I don't usually go through the... Uh, I try not to, but sometimes the, you gotta scan. And uh, well, because you're supposed to socially distance, and so you're supposed to let the other person's groceries all get off the belt before you put yours on there. Interesting, crazy town. Uh, rarely, however, do we know about the people who lived uh, once they have died. Uh, wait, no, sorry, I, I jumped ahead. 
I was like, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. Uh, So at least one tombstone has been found with a QR code. That's what the author of this article noticed. And he's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Because he he clicked on it and it linked to the dead man's publications and citations, uh, like his academic work he had done. Oh, weird. They could see all the things he'd written about uh, afterwards. Wow. Uh, so, So rarely do we know how people lived, who they were, if you're walking through a cemetery. Uh, and so these QR codes could give you information about people uh, and how they changed other people's lives, you know, because you can put whatever you want on these QR codes, right? Well, yeah, as long as the Since website is still up, as long as the link is still active, yeah. Well, so they have a company oh. has been founded to, like, do this. This is the same company that names the stars for a family member that doesn't actually <laughs> name them? Uh, yes, the Star Registry, the International Star Registry. Uh, the company was founded in 2012. It's called Digital Legacy, and it sells QR codes that can be placed on headstones. I got to tell you this right now. I will not have a QR code because I don't think I'm going to have a tombstone anyway if I if I have any say about it. Because I think well, tombstones are dumb. Ziploc? A Ziploc? Yeah, just toss me out in the lake or something. I don't give a shit. Like, I, don't, I really don't care. Who wants to remember you? <laughs> exactly. Nobody. <laughs> I don't even I, want to I, remember myself, to be honest. I'm going to get a giant obelisk. <laughs> Made of and obsidian? It's just going to say, yes, and it's going to say, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> the QR code is going to take you straight to Pornhub. <laughs> it should take you to, like, your Snapchat. <laughs> Guys, these are my snaps from when I was alive. <laughs> no, I'm going to pay someone to run a Snapchat. It's going to take you to a Snapchat, and all the chats are just like complete darkness. Help. I'm trapped. Help. I'm trapped in the in the casket. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a, the light of a, a lighter and uh, a whole bunch of uh, satin. Right. And, and like the uh, found footage from uh, uh, the Blair Witch Project. So, so I'm making jokes about that, but that idea of being trapped in in a coffin like is making me feel a little stressed out right now. So is it really? Yeah, don't like that. Don't like that idea at all. Well, uh, visitors, you'll be to glad to know grave. that it doesn't really happen anymore because we're, medical science is much better than it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, visitors to a tag grave can pull out their smartphone, scan the QR code, and be sent to a personalized web page for the deceased, thanks to digital legacy. That's cute. So I think uh, that this should definitely link to maybe like legacy.com. Have you seen that site? I have not. Or findagrave.com, you know, but mm-hmm. that would be a good mm-hmm. link. Um, but not to just some random website that's run on some random server that'll go down eventually. So once you die, Facebook will like put your profile in legacy mode it should put you like you should put all your social media there I, i'm totally for this i think this is amazing uh i would i would enjoy just you know clicking and seeing about people i think that'd be an interesting kind of thing as a historian kind of person i agree uh, because i've been to like cemeteries and i've looked people up like oh this guy seems interesting like why did he have what is this weird symbol you know or like why was it yeah why is his tombstone so much bigger than everybody else's i've looked people up like that yeah or oh wow this person seemed to pass away at a very young age what 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 was that all about or wow this person's like really fucking old what is that all about yeah they lived to 120 (laughs) they lived to 120 and they died in 1850 what the fuck (laughs) Uh, so the idea is to have more than a headstone to interact with at a cemetery, uh, and they think that would be a good experience. And like I said, I think this would be amazing. I I would totally support that. 
Okay. We'll put it on yours then. I would go to the cemetery and look people up. Uh, after your like, dad? That's like, weird. No, no, no. Like, who, are uh, my, who are my grandparents' neighbors? In the cemetery? Yeah. You want to know something freaky? Here's a good spooky tale. Ooh. <laughs> so where my grandma is buried at the cemetery, mm-hmm. um, there's like, you know, there's roads or a little whatever at the cemetery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And across the street, across the road, kind of catty corner to my grandma's um, uh, grave, there is mm-hmm. the grave of this other woman um, that my dad, after grandma was buried, my dad recognized this woman as a woman that used to live across the street from them when he ah, was a kid. That's crazy. And now she's buried across the street from my grandma. It's crazy town, man. Crazy. Nuts. Huh. Crazy go nuts. Good old Marge. <laughs> Marge and Mildred, still friends in the afterlife. They still get to be neighbors. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's perfect. Maybe they can go out to dinner together. I think they do go out to dinner uh, with the with know. the ghost of Duke Ellington. <laughs> Speaking of ghosts, <laughs> oh, wait. go on. Uh, refrigeration mechanic Andrew Gertz is a ghost. Came uh, came across. This is worded weird. Came across cow apparently. A, a cow came across a cow. No, just Who, came across cow. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cow. Hi, I'm Cow. Oh, jeez. That's weird. What is that sticky substance? Do you want me to move? <laughs> Andrew Gertz came across a cow apparently trying to swallow a a whole snake in a remote section of northern Australia. Well, he swallowed the snake to catch the mouse. And he swallowed the mouse to catch the fly. Jeez. No. No. He swallowed the mice to catch the And the bark down in the valley, yo. Oh roll the rabbit and uh, the bark, 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 bark. I have no idea what that was. <laughs> <laughs> this was a this is a song. I, I forget the name of the song, but it's something about the bog. I think it's just called the bog down in the valley. Oh, and it's okay. like the peat and the bog and the bog and the tree and the tree and the frog and the frog and the butt and the butt and the ass and the frog down in the valley, yo. Oh, roll the rambling bar, the bog down in the valley, yo. When I got closer, I could see that the sand python was hanging out of its mouth, said Gertz. Mr. Gertz said he couldn't figure out how the non-venomous snake's head... I didn't think they had non-venomous snake's heads in... Uh, <laughs> or just non-venomous snakes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most, most snakes Australia. prefer... They mostly prefer missionary, so I'm surprised they're... <laughs> so the non-venomous snake's head, how it came to be in the cow's mouth, speculating the cow might have stepped on it or disturbed the snake that then latched onto its tongue. <laughs> so this cow is going around, snake bites its tongue, and then it's just stuck there. That, that's, the... The, that's the going... The going theory from Andrew Gertz, refrigeration mechanic. <laughs> so if I remember correctly... <laughs> I think this is in the article. The cow had had the snake's head in its mouth for so long, it had sucked all the, f- all the flesh off of the snake's head. <laughs> did you read uh, that part? I thought it said it sucked the head complete off. Like, oh, the head was just completely gone, not just yeah. the flesh. He sucked it completely off. <laughs> he sucked it to completion, this cow. <laughs> <laughs> so what? There's just a bone in his mouth he's got a boner in his mouth (laughs) so western queensland cattle grazier grazier 
and natural historian Angus Emmett, because why not, said cattle were known to scavenge on dead kangaroos and cattle and, and other cattle to supplement their diets. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, Mr. Gertz said the cow seemed unfazed by its unusual meal and his interest dropped. Uh, dropped the dead snake. And wandered off. Yeah. Wait. There's a picture. <laughs> there is. I, so when you sent it to me, I was like, the fuck is this? What is... It's a cow eating a snake, of course. <laughs> it looks like a really long tongue. I was like, what is this cow doing? <laughs> yeah, he's chewing its cud. Um, one, you know, one letter off from cum. It's good. Do you remember that, uh, after Katrina, there was the picture of that uh, snake that ate the alligator or the crocodile? And like was, like, I, I remember a snake that ate like a deer. And it was so big like that like huge. the snake exploded, but they both died. <laughs> I did not see that. Boy, I hate when a snake explodes in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, they should let you know first. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. Are you taking your child to trick or treat? Absolutely not. The older one or the younger one? Neither of them. Neither of them. No. No. Me either. I mean, uh, so we're gonna take, we're gonna stop at the grandparents so that she can wear a costume and right. uh, They give us a you know little thing of candy or something and we can wash it off or whatever. But uh, like, I'm not worried. Like my grandma, she doesn't go anywhere. Right. So she's pretty safe. If we stay out in the yard. Like the biggest concern is us making her sick. Though she was going down to Walmart and things, I was like, "Stop! We will get you whatever you need. This is not safe." What oh, are you doing? she was going to Walmart. Oh no! Yeah. I mean, part of it, she was, like, she wants to get out of the house. So, like, it wasn't even Walmart. It's like she went to Family Dollar to buy cat food. Oh, that's like, even I, worse. I use fucking cat food. Does she even have any cats? She, <laughs> she does. She got them from the outside. <laughs> And trapped them inside. She lured them in. <laughs> <laughs> She's got three now. Oh boy! Well, they're her friends, I suppose. One one of them like seems pretty decently okay. She her name's Bootsy, and she's had her for a few years. Bootsy, uh, that's cutesy. But then she has Miss Kitty. <laughs> uh, and oh, what was the so the new one? She just like lured into the house uh, recently. Within the past, you know, few months. And I can't remember what she called him. Like Lured sp- into the house. You make her sound like a, an axe murderer. <laughs> she has like a, a Cool Whip or butter container full of like, you know, old food. And she's like, come on in. Old food and razor blades. <laughs> I was going to pour this down the toilet, but I thought you might <laughs> like it. Oh, perfect. Jason. Yes. I'm 17. Am I too old to trick-or-treat? There's no way you're 17. Jeff, can I get in trouble for dressing up as a terrorist for Halloween? Oh, that depends. You know, one Halloween, I think maybe I was in fourth grade, and I dressed as Urkel. (laughs) And do you know how easy it was to not wear blackface? I was going to say, you didn't blackface. It was so easy to not wear blackface. It was crazy. You just have to have eye waters and, you know, uh. Fuck, suspenders, that's what they're called. Right, suspenders and big glasses with the things on it. and Yeah. Everybody knows who you are. Right. If I wore parachute pants and some really 
pointy-looking clothing. Clearly, I'm MC Hammer. No, clearly you're Vanilla Ice, let's be honest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Only if I stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> but even with my racist-ass stepdad, I still didn't use blackface. <laughs> See, winning. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, my turn, Jason. Oh, I have COVID, and I don't want trick-or-treaters to come to our house. What should I do? Don't turn on the light. Don't turn on the light. Don't come to the door, bro. That's like, the, what the fuck? National symbol, right? Don't turn on the light. Yeah. So no one comes to your house when the light's not on. Right. No one uh, in my old house, no one would come to the house when the lights were on because we were like, there were like two houses. The, the candy to walking ratio was not good enough for these kids. Yeah. Like two houses on the little block we lived on. And everyone would just walk up Main Street and like First Street and stuff. Um, but they'd never come down on a little street. But I don't have to worry about that now because I'm in an apartment. But, you know, whatever. I'm not handing out, yeah. handing out candy here either, fuckers. I mean, who goes to an apartment to pick up candy? That's... Yeah, that's just where you go to get VD. <laughs> Jeff, should I cancel trick-or-treating this year due to the pandemic? Or sad. You can get sad at an apartment, too. I've gotten that. Uh, yeah, you should. But they have students against drunk driving at the apartment? Definitely cancel Halloween this year. Your child... Might want to cancel Thanksgiving and Christmas, too. Yes, yes, of course. But Boxing Day is totally fine. Boxing Day will be fine. And and uh, Canadian just, Thanksgiving that just passed would be yeah. just fine, too. Just be sure you sting like a butterfly and buzz like a bee. Oh, Jason. Uh, what are your top three favorite candies? We talked about this before. Mm, Kit Kat. Probably, yeah. Kit Kat, Twix, and mm, Snickers, maybe, if we're in the chocolate range of things. When I was younger, I loved bottle caps. Ooh, bottle caps are good, yeah. Bottle caps are good. Uh, I, what else did I like? Oh, uh, uh, what were those called? Um, Spree. Oh, yeah, Spree's Spree. are good, too. But not, oh, the, yeah. not the chewy ones. They've got fucking chewy ones now. Fuck They're chewy shit. and kind of sour now, right? The Reese's are? Pieces. Mm, oh, Reese's yeah. Pieces. Love Reese's Pieces. What so, are your What are your candies? So for me, so I like um, things that are different for different times of year, like special treats. You know, you get a peanut mm-hmm. butter cup any time of the year, right? This is true. This is true. And I, tactically, you could get candy corn any time of the year, but as far Better. as Halloween treats are concerned, I like the candy corn pumpkins. Oh, I hate the candy corn pumpkins. Get out of here with that shit. I like the I little love candy corn, but I the, the pumpkins. It's, there's just too much of. Whatever it is. I like the little red and black candies that don't have a name. Get the fuck out of here. I like those because they're, they're only the available at Halloween, throw, bro. The ones you throw straight away. What? You can tell me next to you like the uh, Hubba Bubba? Hubba Bubba. Oh, the, that gum? The, that the, hard-ass the chip, gum? Yeah, the chip your tooth gum. <laughs> no. But like bottle caps are good. Smarties are good. You don't always get those. Smarties. But like Snickers and like, I don't know, Halloween candy is just, or not Halloween, like chocolate candy is just available all the time. I I enjoy, you know, because sometimes we didn't get those things. So getting oh, them yeah, right. was a treat. Yeah, it's true. I, I will say when I was younger, uh, I didn't like Almond Joys. I was like, this is bullshit. Uh, and I believe my grandma did like them. So we'd just be like, here, grandma, you can have these. Uh, but now, now they're not bad. So those are Almond Joy and Mounds should not be given out, given out at Halloween. Those are ridiculous to think that children will like them. I, I agree. No child likes either of those things. Right. That's true. So, uh, Jeff. Yes? Halloween creature are you most afraid of? 
Ooh, what's a Halloween creature I'm most afraid of? Um, the 17-year-old trick-or-treater. Jason, what's... <laughs> <laughs> it's actually true. I get very intimidated by, by... They're basically grown adults, but they're 17, and they're demanding candy. And I'm just like, here, take the whole bag. I don't know. So I had <laughs> I don't a... Even like it. I worked at a school here in town a uh, few years ago, about four or five years ago. And... I had I taught mostly middle schoolers. Uh, occasionally, they had me in the high school part of the the building. And a year or two ago, some trick or treaters showed up, and they were older teenage girls. Mm. And I open the door, and I look at them, and I'm like, "Oh, I know who you are." And they look at me, and they're like, "Uh, why do we know this person?" And I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" They're like, "Why do we know you?" And I was like, uh, "I'm one of the grad students from." Uh, why hi? They're like, oh yeah, hi. How are you? And I was like, good. Here's candy. You're like 17. Go away. I give candy to whoever. I don't care. I, I do. Like I did not give them candy, but they were. I'm just saying they were old and probably shouldn't be trick or treating. Well, if you're old enough to have a job, yeah, buy your own <laughs> damn buy your candy. Own candy, right? Exactly. Why are you right. going out? You, get, Jason, you can get exactly what you want. Jason, is it true that witches actually ride their broom with the brush up front, not behind? <laughs> I mean, I heard that the the landing strip isn't all that popular anymore. No, Jeff, I heard is... that I heard that witches like it from behind. <laughs> uh, but I did hear that they they are very cold. Yes, specifically <laughs> their breasts. Yes, the teetle region. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, is it okay if I dress up as white Pocahontas for Halloween this year? Uh, oh. Just asking, since I don't know what people are thinking nowadays. So, if you... Mm, are you dressing up as, like, Disney Princess Pocahontas? Like, I think I think if you have to ask, the answer is no. But if I saw someone dressed up as, uh, like, a white girl dressed up as a Native American... What, like like in our 1998 production of The Music Man? Yeah, I think the, that's borderline. Quote, and I think Wonton you should, Ye Girls? You should probably not do it. Of the, quote, local Wigglewoggum? <laughs> but I went as White Urkel, so I don't know. But that was in the 90s, so who, who the I, fuck I, knows these days? So I feel like if you're doing stereotypical, like, Native American kind of look, like Peter Pan, Native American probably inappropriate if you're wearing like the outfit from pocahontas you might be able to get away with it that's right. what i feel because you're not being you're, you're being a character you're dressing like that character so you might be able to get away with it but even that is questionable that's true i don't know do whatever you want and just face the consequences of what might come yeah, freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences. Am I next to ask the question, or are you? I don't know. Uh, Jason, is Halloween still happening? Yeah, it's on Saturday. Jeff, will you be trick-or-treating this year? No, absolutely not. Jason, are you looking forward to carving out a pumpkin this Halloween? I always love carving pumpkins, and I've got five that I grew my damn self. Wow, good, good, good for you. Great. Jeff, is it too gay to dress up as Cloud for Halloween? The fuck is Cloud? A Cloud? No. A no, Cloud is a not gay. From, he's a character from Final Fantasy VII, the hit uh, Squaresoft game. 
okay. that is getting a remake uh, on PlayStation Four. So why or, is that? Is possibly, that a is that a gay character? No, he is like a love triangle in the game. I don't know. With two what, women. Yes. Okay. So no, no that's not gay. Maybe what they're thinking actually though is the cloud from Trolls. Is that character gay? I don't know. He's just wearing socks with no shoes. <laughs> oh, that cloud. Oh, yeah. No, that character's not gay. All right. I don't know. Jason, in the 80s, were Cadbury cream eggs and Peeps candy sold at Halloween time? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I seem to remember you only could get Cadbury eggs at uh, uh, Easter. I and think... Peeps. Like, like, it was only yellow. There were no fucking bunnies. Also, who the fuck eats Peeps? What kind of dastardly, bastardly fuck fuck would eat a goddamn Peep? I'm pretty sure they have pumpkin Peeps now. But I don't think that was a thing in the 80s. Get the fuck out of here. But you're right. And there's all these, uh, oh, is Halloween 2020 canceled? Will you be trick-or-treating this year? Um, Will Halloween, (laughs) here's a good one, Jason. Will Halloween be the next victim of the lockdowns, liberals? What? I I don't even understand what you're... Are are you saying, are we going to kill Halloween? Yeah, you fucking libtard. Will Halloween be the next victim of the lockdowns, you fucking... Here's my question. Will Grandma be the next victim of your refusal to wear a mask? How about that? That is is correct. Yes. Yes, she will. More about my week. So... (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm house hunting, right? Mm-hmm. And there have been a couple of houses that I've tried to look at that were uh, cash only. You know, cash mm-hmm. only. Yeah. And they were like super cheap houses. They were like seventy thousand or eighty thousand dollars. They needed sure. a ton of work. Whatever, whatever. So um, along a, a few weeks ago, there was this house up in the north side of Ann Arbor that I fucking loved. It was beautiful. It's two hundred twenty-five thousand. It was a little expensive, but it was just this nice little tiny house that was just the perfect size for me and my daughter and just like loved it so that guy apparently decided uh that he was going to keep the house for himself very greedy but let's move on i mean it's his house right well it was his mom's house she died he's got her house in farmington but he just also wants to live there in ann arbor which who would want to live in farmington i don't know point of the story Mm -hmm. so Another house in that same neighborhood came up. And part of what I loved about that house was the neighborhood. Northside Ann Arbor. Uh, small houses. Not quite as expensive as the other ones. This one was 159000 I'm mm. like, oh, fuck, yeah. So I, uh, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, just getting hard over like a cheap house. <laughs> so I uh, sent an email to um, my realtor, included the, the dick pic. Um, and I said, hey, I'd like to see this house tomorrow. And he said, sure, I'll set it up. So we set it up and everything. And today he texts me and says, oh, by the way, it's cash only. Like, fuck. I want to buy. I'm trying to do the the right thing, like buying the cheapest house in the nicest neighborhood. And I fucking can't because I don't have enough money right now. I don't have $159,000 in the fucking bank. And it's it's just a a symptom or not a symptom, but it's just the rich getting richer because some guy is going to come in with $159,000 in cash and spend $50,000 like redoing this house and sell it for $300,000 and make a ton of fucking money. And I'll be pissed when it comes on the market for 300K (laughs) because that could have been me, but I just didn't, you know, didn't have the didn't have the funds. Anyway, very annoying. 
extremely annoying. I hate it. I hate capitalism. <laughs> but I need it. I need capitalism to make money and have stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, uh, I sometimes I wished an asteroid would just come and destroy our entire um, money system. Isn't there one that's like uh, supposed to? hit in the next few days but it's only like the size of a, a sink or something and it's going to burn up in the atmosphere i don't know about that but i did see one we should have ryan back on the show because there was a um uh one that was it's an asteroid made of metal and i think hmm. hubble's gonna go study it i think Interesting. again i need fact checkers i think this is what's happening and it's worth the metal in this specific asteroid or comet it might be worth like 40 quadrillion dollars or something nuts like that like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's probably got some precious metals on it, you know. But, you know, if there was mm. that much metal on the earth, it wouldn't be worth 40 quadrillion. <laughs> Supply and demand, etc. Anyway, uh, speaking of asteroids. A, f- uh, <laughs> a fireball. A fireball. A fireball that fell to Oith in 2018 mm. contains, quote, pristine extraterrestrial organic compounds. That could mm. help tell us how life formed, scientists say. Is it precious? I don't know, but I don't believe scientists anymore. Why? Because of coronavirus, bro. What did they do? They said wear a fucking mask. I'm a, I'm a Republican. I don't believe in science oh. or facts anymore. See, You see? I'm playing devil's advocate here. You see I what see I'm going it. with that? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> the meteor arrived in the Midwest in January 2018. Scientists were able to track it using weather radar, and hunters picked up the meteorite on the frozen surface of Strawberry Lake in Michigan. Ooh. Uh, they then gave the meteorite to the Field Museum. Oh. They have a, they have a nice uh, meteorite display uh, over at the Field Museum. It's pretty cool. Have you ever felt a real meteorite? Uh, they had one where you could touch it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Them. Yeah. They had one at the... It, it, taste, it felt like metal. <laughs> Did it taste like tinfoil? It didn't. Uh, it was just precious metal. <laughs> Speaking of precious metals, your your wife sent us this thing that was a uh, from Tiffany's. It was a tin can shaped mm. item that was made of sterling silver. It was, and it was like twelve hundred dollars. It was a precious precious metal. It was very precious. It was so precious. It was based on the novel Push by Sapphire. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, my wife will get it. I think. Okay, good. Well, at least one person will. It, it's a movie. Oh, the movie Precious? Yes. I get it. And, and in all the awards show, they did the full title, Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Do you remember, or do you know what the uh, the full title of Frankenstein is, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? I, I don't. Um, I'll look it up here, because I don't remember it. Um, talk for a second. Did you know that Mary Shelley is actually Mary Wollstonecraft, who was uh, an Enlightenment thinker about women's rights? Really? It, really. Then she wrote a, you know book about frankenstein and his monster i also read unverified that um she had sex on her mother's grave or something interesting or lost interesting. her virginity so the full title of uh they should, they should put a qr code on the grave with that story oh yeah except for it'd be you know obscured uh by all the you know rotten flesh <laughs> i mean i usually think they keep the flesh in the coffin they do except if you're mary shelley i think she was a little freaky uh so it's called Frankenstein, semicolon, or the modern Prometheus? That'd be a good, uh, um, that'd be a good uh, trivia question. Indeed. Yeah. Do the do those trivia games? Yeah, exactly. Little, 
a little bit of a um, whatever. <laughs> whatever in the whatever? I don't know. The Wrath of the Whatever from Whatever, whatever in the whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the third Harry Potter book. Yeah. Sure. So um, you, are, were we done with that story? Were we? Did we say everything? Oh, sorry. No, actually, I think I accidentally. Oh, okay. I, I accidentally, with this touchy mouse. I digressed into Mary Shelley and Frankenstein. You did. Uh, the meteor is special because it fell onto a frozen lake and was recovered quickly. It was very pristine. We could see the minerals weren't much altered and later found that it contained a rich inventory of extraterrestrial organic, organic compounds, says Philip Heck, a curator at the Field Museum. Philip Heck. What the heck? <laughs> Philip with two Ps. Philip Papa. <laughs> Philip Papa. The uh, that research showed that the meteorite was an H four chondrite, uh, my favorite type of meteorite, which represents only four percent of the objects that fall to Earth. I prefer condoliserite. That <laughs> she's an H three. She is. Yeah. <laughs> that could help. Uh, that could help researchers in their quest to understand how the organic compounds that helped life form arrived on Earth. Is it possible she's a CW? A contingent worker? Mm. Uh, a C word. Ooh, right, right, right. <laughs> I was just asking. I don't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't call her that, to her face at least. She seems very strong. Doesn't, doesn't Condi seem really strong, like physically? Uh, I mean, I've never felt physically intimidated by her stature. Mm. It just seems like she works out. I don't know. <laughs> one of the possibilities is that they were uh brought what they were brought to the planet by similar meteorites and so studying such examples could help us understand whether such a story is likely we learned from the star trek next generation episode um that all alien all humanoid life is descended mm -hmm. from one set of humanoids yeah they went around and uh they shot their they shot their alien wad all over all kinds of planets yep. and life evolved. Yep. That's thanks what they to did. them. That's what they did. Yeah. Uh, my daughter told me I can't watch Star Trek tomorrow. And I was like, this is my TV. Wait, the older one or the younger one? The younger one. Oh, okay. And why not? I don't know. Just some decision. She oh, my child. I don't know what to do. I'm in, a, I'm in a loop. I'm in a conundrum, really, with her. It's a parenting conundrum because I'm doing... The thing that is the easiest, that is maybe not the right thing to do. All right. So what you need to do is you need to, you're stuck in this loop. You have to use the tractor beam to push uh, the ship that's coming out of the temporal loop away from you. And then you'll find it's Kelsey Grammer, and he's been doing this for 70 years. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Fraser and Niles, the starship <laughs> captain and first officer. <laughs> Daphne's down in engineering. <laughs> I can't hold it much longer, Captain. <laughs> uh, I'm, getting, I'm think... getting a premonition or whatever. I can't, <laughs> I can't even do her voice now because I'm thinking of Scotty too much. <laughs> and I think uh, their dad would be down in 10 forward. He would be, yeah. Although, it would... wait, they did this. They did this at an awards show. It was uh, Kate Mulgrew as Captain Janeway. <gasps> I'm remembering this now. Do you yes. remember this? And Marty yes. had his chair on the bridge. Remember? 
Oh my gosh, I have to look this up when we're done. Oh, amazing. Oh, uh, it was, was bad. Just, it was I, very I bad too. I forgot about that until just now. It was wow. bad and ridiculous. So funny though. <laughs> I think our version might have been funnier. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. So um, either that or maybe we're sub- subliminally remembering it and we're making the same jokes that they did. Maybe. I don't know. It just see it, it was always um that sounds familiar now. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna look it up. We'll find out. It's fine. We'll we'll Check post back it during the encore. We'll post it to the Facebook. It'll be fine. Or Jason will. And if he doesn't, I have no control over that. <laughs> so uh fuck um what was I gonna say about these uh this alien jizz or whatever? All, all over our all over our no, planet. We're faces. saying that you were having you were in a conundrum. Oh yes. About, oh yes, yeah. you're right. It was about alien jizz. So I am letting my daughter uh when she's here use the TV out in the living room to watch her uh, TV shows. Okay. Uh, but she has a TV in her bedroom mm. that she can watch the same shows on. I bought it for her. She's got like a little computer in there and she plays Minecraft and The Sims on it and stuff. Um, but she could watch the same shit in her bedroom, but mm-hmm. in, she really likes watching it out here. And so okay. I just go into my bedroom and watch TV. Oh. And that's not good. You just leave her there. I don't think. Interesting. Because she's out in the living room, I'm laying on the bed. I'm comfy, it's fine, but it still seems like the adult should have like control over who watches TV on what. But maybe I'm just completely off the mark on this. I mean, I'm not going to be much help. We have a TV in our house. You? Oh, you guys don't have a TV in your bedroom even? Nope. Oh, okay. We've got the living room TV. At, all right, so technically down here in my office, which is like a second living room, we have a oh. TV in there, but that is it. But like... Your daughter there are, no, would, there are zero bedroom televisions. She wouldn't come downstairs to watch TV though by herself. No, she'll only no. She'll come down here if I'm working down here, and she doesn't want no, you know, just be hanging out by herself. So she'll come down here, and I'll set something up on the TV, and then I can do my work, and she can watch TV and be here with me. That's cute. Uh, but yeah, basically we we watch things together. Okay. Which See, means I sometimes I'm watching, you know, Daniel Tiger again. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes she's going to have to wait because I'm watching Star Trek. Okay. But she told you tomorrow you cannot watch Star Trek. She, she said that, and I was like, no, I'm watching Star Trek. You said, uh, try it. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> but we've discovered that there are some shows that we both like. Uh, so we've been watching for many years now, for like 13 years, we've been watching The Amazing Race. I didn't CBS. think uh, your younger daughter was that old. So she... We were watching. She likes travel. She likes seeing other places. And so when we like flipped it on because we're like, oh, the new season started, uh, she watched it and she like got really into it because they have to do challenges. Like in the one that we were watching, they had to like play on a steel drum because they were in like uh, Trinidad or something like that. Yeah. Uh, And so she like really was into them learning to play the drum and like the racing aspect of it and seeing all the places. And so like she's like a big fan now. She's like very excited. Future Survivor fan. Uh, probably be, at some point we do we are survivor watchers as well it'll be season 170 by the time she starts watching it, it it's season 40 i know season 40 that's why i said 170 it amazing race it's season 32 because they do like three seasons a year don't they yeah, they do two two yeah that sounds like survivor. michigan weather am i right boom uh, winter in construction oh yeah got him we're gonna say two seasons a day yeah, but no, uh, Survivor started in uh, 2000. I remember I was, uh, yeah, I was at Store of Knowledge, 
and we'd have our manager meetings every like I don't remember Friday morning or Thursday morning. I think it was Thursday because I think Survivor was on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like there would be like a five to ten minute discussion of the night before's episode of Survivor. Oh, uh, did you guys ever uh, do big, any? Uh, did you ever do any dancing during your uh, manager meetings? Uh, no, no dancing. I've never been big on like dancing with the stars and that kind of thing. It's not, it's not my thing. Me either. I, I do like the one that um. Fuck that guy's name, not Marco Rubio. The oh, who, uh, spicy. No, the guy who plays uh played Carlton. What's his name? Oh, Mark. oh yeah. I don't know his name. Marcus something. Mark. I don't know. Something, Doesn't something. matter. Anyway, I like the one that he did because he did the Carlton dance during the dance. It was very good. Nice, nice. Do you, do you like the shag? Uh, excuse me. Yes, the I, shag. I, I you like, like it. To do the shag. I do. Are you asking me if I want to shag with you? No, I'm a, I'm talking about the dance from the 1940s. Oh, right, right, right. No, I don't know this dance. Well, I know a dance a that's month, similar. Nearly a month after the unofficial. North Myrtle Beach Shag Dance Festival. Oh, boy. At least seven people who attended have died, and another 20 have tested positive for COVID related to the September event Shaggin' on Main. <laughs> this is a very spooky, sco- uh, spooky story. You asked me why this story was spooky, and it's because five people fucking died. Right? Is that what it said? Maybe, maybe it's not seven. Seven, seven died. Oh, yeah. Update. Maybe I don't feel it's that spooky because I've seen dead people dancing. Every time we go to Disney World, we ride the Haunted Mansion. And they're oh. all out there doing their little dance. I've never been on the Haunted Mansion ride. It's got some cool uh, special effects. I've heard. I've heard it's very good. Uh, people began testing positive for the highly infectious virus just days after the festival ended, including the deaths of Jephthah Jeppy McDonald. McDowell, sorry, and Donald Tootsie Brown. That doesn't say Tootsie. Sorry, Tootie. <laughs> Good old Jappy and Tootie. Oh, boy. Tootie patootie. This, uh, this comes as Horry County. This can't be real. <laughs> Shagging on Maine and Horry County. <laughs> with Jeppy and Tootie, has seen a spike in cases, and the South Carolina Department of Health and Environmental Control reported that more than 1,500 positive virus cases this month. Uh, to be fair, it used to be called Lady of the Night County. <laughs> Yet, Horry County officials uh, is allowing, uh, Horry County officials are allowing their mask requirement in businesses to expire. And local officials said that they were unable to st- <laughs> unable to stop shagging on me. <laughs> it was an unstoppable force. You could literally could not put an end to it. They were un- unable to stop shagging on Maine or enforce the mask mandate during the event. Who are look, these people? Look, if you are out there shagging, you need protection. Yeah, you can't just. You know, be out there raw dogging it. You got to wrap it before you slap it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> North Myrtle Beach has its own face mask mandate in place, and there have been no punishments to businesses or attendees there or elsewhere in Horry County, or I would assume anywhere else in the United States. Who is being who is being punished? 
for these things. Uh, everyone who's following the rules and still have to live in the stupid fucking country. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, guess what? Fines uh, just means it's legal for rich people. <laughs> the rich get richer. Hey, that's fine with me. Take their wealth. Have someone follow them fucking around and give them a ticket every five seconds. Take it. Right. Put it in my school. When they're in the Shaganon Main Festival, just follow them around every time they don't wear a mask. Issue them a citation. Mm-hmm. A longtime shag dance club ducks nightlife spearheaded Shaganon Main. What the duck? And received an event permit for from the state prior to opening. <laughs> Ducks owner Dwayne Porter Dwayne the Duck Porter <laughs> He said last week that he was within his legal rights to host the event and took precautions by taking customers temperatures at the door Okay get the fuck out of here with this bullshit just because you legally can do something doesn't mean you should do it Right and by taking his temperatures, he means kissing them on the mouth as they came Just in. because you can legally shag on Maine doesn't mean that everyone should have to, to see that. This is absolutely correct. Like We need to stop doing what we legally can and start doing what we should be doing in the first place. <laughs> this reminds me of um, – this is, this is real. This happened in Georgia, of course. Um, uh, did the devil do- go down there? Yes. So there was this uh, this contest they were having. Um, mm-hmm. Who could make the best jerk chicken? And they called it a jerk-off. <laughs> you know, like a cook-off? I, I, I get it, yes. But the, the chicken jerk-off. The chicken jerk-off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I what mean, can I say? My, my guess is that guy who was taking care of that hamster DNA would win that. <laughs> But definitely not the guy who uh, had his femoral artery cut in, uh, by a rooster. Definitely not. That guy would have been like, wow, this is way bigger than hamster. Okay, sometimes I'm recording again, I'm recording again, by the way. I, we have to stop so that one of us can make a really inappropriate joke. And I'm so sorry you guys can't hear them. <laughs> and, and when it's one of us, it's, it's usually you. It's always me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I don't know. It's the fact that admitting to that that I make the jokes just as bad as that putting the jokes on the podcast, I don't think so. Uh, it's only as bad as their imagination. In which case, they're the bad ones. They are the bad ones. How dare you think I would say that? Exactly. You're as bad as Dwayne the Soil Johnson. <laughs> I mean, Porter. <laughs> oh, man. I was, uh, I was reading a... Um, like, I read a headline... That said, in Scottsdale, Arizona, real estate agent says, um, oh gosh, it was something like, um, no N-word is allowed here. I was like, oh, wonderful. There's a, somebody standing up, someone said the N-word, and then real estate agent is saying, no, you can't say that in Scottsdale. Nope. Turns out, the real estate agent told a couple of black people, he said the N-word, and he said they weren't allowed there. So wow. I, was, I was I was like, oh, like it was just a roller coaster of emotions. Like, yay, he's standing up for oh, he called nope. him the N word. He sucks. Real. He sucks. Fuck. Well, Dwayne the Duck Porter uh, and his dance 
shagging on Main Street. Uh, can fuck right off. Incidentally, a shag is a derivative of the jitterbug, and it was invented in the 1940s. There's a number of YouTube videos that are like the least interesting looking dance uh, instruction videos that you could possibly watch uh, are available on YouTube. So, so you're you're saying we should search for shagging videos on 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 YouTube? Mm-hmm. On, oh, on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can search for shagging videos anywhere you want, but I think you're going to find not that kind of dance. Right. I, I think that if you search Google for that, you're going to not find the shag. You're going to find the horizontal bombo. Right. Or if you like uh, for the cockfighting, like if you want to just like see some cocks banging together, you can search for that too. Yes. It's called frotting, and, by the way. And to make it more interesting, you can also look up, you know, that plus Chinese finger handcuffs. I can't. I cannot tonight. I literally can't. You know what sounds really good right now? Some Goldschlager. Uh, I don't. Oh, wait. That drink with gold in it? Yeah, it's cinnamon flavored. It's like cinnamon flavored. uh, I've had that drink exactly once. Yeah. And you bought it for me. Oh, did I? (laughs) You did. Was that your future ex-wife's graduation party? And you hated it, didn't you? Uh, I didn't see what it was worth the price that you were paying. It's very expensive uh, because of the gold in it. And and that seems dumb to me. <laughs> but your dream it's Actually, it's so extravagant. When have you ever drank gold, bro? Uh, that one time exactly thousand and four or six or I tweeted or you to that. You did. Uh, actually, as I'm thinking about, it, I feel like you bought it for someone else who declined it, <laughs> and, and and I got it because someone had to drink it. Yeah, there's a whole story that goes along with the Goldschlager. We're at an hour and twenty one minutes. Are you ready for the story? Not particularly, but let's go. go for it. Okay, so this guy that I used to work with, having a lot of uh, a lot of problems. Uh, he ended up staying with me and my roommate for um, just a couple of weeks or whatever. Um, he and his wife were having problems, whatever. They got divorced. She kicked him out, and so eventually he got his own place. He's got his own apartment, and we were out drinking at the bowling alley. He's like, "Hey, dude, um, <laughs> the death toll is happening again." <laughs> he was like, hey, dude, do you want to come? Uh, this, this sounds suggestive, but it wasn't suggestive at all. He's like, do you want to, like, um, I think he said, do you want to drive me home? Because I had not been drinking that much. So I said, sure. So I drove him back to his apartment, which is, like, just kind of around the corner. Like, he lived in a, um, someone's, like, attic apartment, which was very, very strange. It had this old orange shag carpeting. Oh. Um, <laughs> my grandma had some of that shag carpet. Yeah, yeah, but it was like in pristine condition <laughs> as well. And here's um, what I think about the shag carpeting. Uh, I have pets. Imagine trying to clean dog shit out of. That. Oh Jesus, it'd be horrible. You'd have to cut it out, uh, like gum out of a child's hair. You know. Yeah. So anyway, or- so um, <laughs> this guy he wanted to thank me for like um letting him stay at his pl- at my place for a couple of weeks. Um, Cause mm-hmm. we kind of had to like, he was one of those guys who was like kind of too proud to accept help or whatever. So we had to like come up with this, uh, me and this girl Liz that worked there had to come up with this like story. We're like, Hey, we're going to go hang out. Jeff's you want to come? He was like, sure. And then he just slept there for two weeks. It was, hmm. it was sort of like an unspoken like thing anyway. So the shag carpet and like uh, the, his, you couldn't stand up in his apartment because the ceiling was too low. Um, because again, it was it was an attic. Anyway, p- 
point of the story is he had bought this bottle of Goldschlager, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, I just wanted to thank you for, uh, you know, let me stay with you, whatever. Like, I just really appreciate it, whatever. Um, like, do you want to take a couple shots of this Goldschlager? I was like, oh, I've never, sure, it's fine. Uh, little did I know that Goldschlager is like 100 proof. It's insanely strong. <laughs> I just got so drunk of like two of those shots of Goldschlager, but it just like the um, the the thought and the meaning behind that Goldschlager was like he spent. And this dude didn't have a ton of money. He spent all this money on this Goldschlager and like shared it with me. And I I just wanted to share that with somebody else because it was such a special experience for me. Um, so I'm sorry that you hated it. I, I don't recall hating it. I just don't remember being all that. Uh... Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, while we were drunk, he started telling me about this woman that he was seeing, oh. and this has nothing to do with anything. This is just a, an aside. Um, and he he met her when um, he found her on Craigslist as a call girl, and uh, he he said she's only doing this just to pay some bills, and I'm gonna get her out of there. And she's oh. already said that she loves me, and I love her. I'm just really excited to be with her and like, she's not doing it for very long. She just has to, you know, she has to pay off some medical bills and then she'll stop. I'm like, Oh man, this sucks, but I'm drinking the Goldschlager on the shag carpet. (laughs) Well, world wine liquors uh, online. Yeah. uh, Has 750 milliliters of Goldschlager for $20 and 99 cents. So maybe it wasn't all that expensive and it just seemed like it was. Or maybe uh, however, just... liquor store online has the exact same bottle for seventy. Oh, weird. Indeed. And by the way, the answer is yes. I checked my poop the next day for Gold Flex. Like not like inspecting it. I just looked in the toilet. <laughs> you got like a pan for like panning for gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find me some gold. Pan it, pan it for gold in my toilet. Do, 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 do. Oh, man. I'm a 49er. <laughs> uh, not for another 12 years or so. That's I true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, well, that, that, that like, was just that one, of, like a one of many. Yeah, one of many stories from back when I worked at Steak and Shake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also assume you ate at Steak and Shake, so I don't think checking your poo for gold would have been. You know, the best. You want another poop story from Steak and Shake? I have one. I don't. I don't. Instead, let's talk about uh, a Halloween display. Okay, so here we go. All right. So I used to start my shift at 10 o'clock at night. I'd work a 10 Halloween o- display in Dallas. I'd work 10 at night until so 8 in the realistic. morning. And you know I can Violent mute you, right? It's horrifying <laughs> that police... So anyway, I'd get to, to the home. I would get times. to work at t- After like receiving complaints. Ten o'clock, and I'd have like a little snack. I'd have like a junior this cheeseburger. Was designed by artist Steve Novak, and I would put some jalapenos. And a dummy with its head smashed on the cheeseburger by safe, and eat the fries, whatever you know. Another stuffed um, body on the So group. it turns out with a knife, it took exactly and it- four hours and fifteen minutes for these jalapenos to work their way through my system, and tons of blood from Jeff's poops. Because I and I knew this because right as our bar rush started to hit at around two ten, I would always have explosive diarrhea. I couldn't figure out what was causing the explosive diarrhea, but it turns out it was the jalapenos. 
The Japalanos. The Japalanos. And so, so I worked at the, the movie theater. Yeah. Uh, my senior year in high school. Worst time and, to, to have explosive diarrhea, by the way, during Bar Rush. Uh, I was going to say, what, at the movie theater? <laughs> yeah, well, that too. <laughs> and, you, you know, you can go to the movie theater, you buy nachos. Mm-hmm. Now you get a package of chips, like it's a prepackaged thing of chips and, you know, a prepackaged thing of cheese. Back in the 1900s, I had to, like, put on a glove and grab a handful of chips and put them in the tray uh, and then, like, you know, dip the cheese into the little, you know, cheese container on the tray. Uh, and if you wanted, we could add jalapenos and we'd, you know, drizzle a few jalapenos. I forgot them. that you worked at the movie theater. That's right. Uh, so... One day, a guy came up and he ordered a, a tray of nachos. But he says to me, I want nachos, uh-huh. but without the chips and just jalapenos. <laughs> and I said, excuse the fuck out of me, what? <laughs> and he's like, I, I want just a tray with jalapenos and cheese. Okay. And so I went to our team lead or whatever they were called. <laughs> Am I allowed to I do was this? Like, I was like, I got a guy and he wants nachos without chips, just cheese and jalapenos. And he was like, excuse me, the fuck what? <laughs> so you and I you, was like, you I don't know. You didn't say it's talk to my manager, but you really did need to go talk to your manager about this. I, yeah. I was like, give me a second. Uh, I'll be right back. And so, you know, I talked to him. He's like, OK, I guess. Sure. And he said, fill the tray up. Like, he showed me how many jalapenos to give this guy. Yeah. And I said, all right, I can do this. I can fill the tray up this high. And the guy's like, that's fine with me. And he bought his jalapenos and cheese, and away he went. To watch his movie. And then go destroy your bathroom an hour and a half later, I assume, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it was an animated movie. Those are about 70 to 90 minutes. Oh, yeah, of course. You would have missed anything. It's not like you know one of those uh, Marvel movies nowadays. Oh, or Titanic. Blech. <laughs> Perfect. The display was signed by Steve Novak, and it featured dummies with its head smashed by a safe, another body, uh, stuffed body on the roof with a knife in its head, and tons of blood. Did we read the? Fr- oh, you read the first paragraph or the first thing. I'm gonna read it again because I don't think sure. people heard because they were listening to me and not you. Also, I don't know if you know this, but like, if we both talk at the same time, Skype like deletes whatever you're saying. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> so, a Halloween display in Dallas is so realistic, violent, and horrifying that police have visited the home multiple times after receiving complaints from the public. What, wasn't there a thing like this where um, uh, somebody had a, a dummy or something hanging from hanging their, in their house? Yard. Yeah, hanging from the yard. Person. Yeah, yeah, for like Christmas time or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Around Christmas, they're like, they still got a dummy outside. And they're like, oh, it's it's... It's Karen from next door. <laughs> it's not dummy. It's my dad. He's an idiot. <laughs> okay, so that's not so. So I've seen yes. pictures of this. It's very bloody. It, it is. Novak told the Dallas Observer, I'm most proud of the wheelbarrow tipped over by the street full of hefty bags, looking like a failed attempt to dispose of this the dismembered bodies in the middle of the night. A kid walked by and asked me, what happened to them? I said they ate too many Skittles. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to murder somebody, it should be this time of year. 
and just put the body on your front lawn. People were like, wow, that's a really realistic decoration, you know? Yeah, and when you pick it up to get rid of it, everyone will just assume that you're taking down your your uh, decorations. Exactly. Nobody would be the wiser. Put it in the garbage can. It's fine. It's only when you have to saw the body in half to make it fit in the, in the suitcase or whatever. That's when you have the problems. You just get a wood chipper. <laughs> hey, don't stick your hand in here, uh, but stick the entire body in here. It'll be fine. <laughs> In addition to two visits from the police, uh, this man has been told by others that cop cars are routinely driving by his front yard. Uh, They, the police, uh, told me they thought it was cool and that they were only there because they are required to reply to complaints from the sergeant, Mm. Novak said. This must be a white neighborhood. (laughs) So, Jason... Yes. What did we learn on this spooky episode? Are you spooked uh, out? Are you f- afraid? <laughs> uh, I, I am not in the least. Did it make you tremble in fear? Uh, uh, no trembling was happening. Cower behind your office chair? No, no but we did learn that a cow uh, was eating a snake because it likes to do that. And he sucked that snake it, right off. He, he did. He likes them al dente. <laughs> The danger noodle, al dente. <laughs> <laughs> we also learned uh, that you can put a QR code on your tombstone. Oh, I meant to bring up, have you ever seen the tombstones with, like, the photo of the person on it? Oh, yes. I've seen the, like, laser etched in. Yep. Nope. Do you do remember when those, do, do you remember when, like, laser etching into glass was, like, a new thing in, like, the early 2000s and there was, like, the, the stores and the kiosks that sold those and everyone's yeah. like, ooh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I remember that. They still sell those these days. It's, Do you remember they used to also, uh, they could like put your name on a piece of rice? Like they'd like micro write. You buy it for your girlfriend or something. I don't remember that. A friend of the show, Eric, might be able to tell you about it. But did you know that Things Remembered is still in fucking business? I don't understand. How, how. are they still in business? They, it's all for engraving those little boxes so you can keep baby teeth. <laughs> Gross. Or like the little golf tee for your boss or whatever. Oh, what a horrible gift. Uh, we learned that a pristine organic compound of extraterrestrial hot alien business uh, came down to Earth and landed on Lake Strawberry, apparently. Mm. Very nice. Last year, right? Uh, if it was frozen. Yeah. Uh, or two years yeah, ago. I guess 2018, it, I, guess it would, I think yeah. it said. I guess we had an older story there. Yeah, indeed. Well, that's fine. We also learned... Um, you know, we learned how to shag, and that's important <laughs> in this day and age. Uh, but never shag without protection, because then yes. you'll fucking die. Yes. Unless it's on Maine. <laughs> in South Carolina. And? I think that was it. Was that it? I mean, oh, there was shit. a guy with the, you know, the shit in his yard. If you want to kill someone, do it in Halloween, because the police will come to your house regularly. Correct. Wait. And this very spooky episode has been a very spooky hour and 34 minutes long. That's way too long. So spooky. So long. So long. So there are a lot of uh, spooky ghosts haunting us this year. (laughs) Are there? Yeah, in 2020, a lot of of famous people have died. Uh, That's true. Joe Diffie died of the coronavirus, you know? Who's Joe Diffie? Uh, country music legend Joe Diffie, don't you know? I, I don't. 
and others. I do know, I do know the ghost of Duke Ellington. <laughs> of course. But of, of course, other people have died. And um, one of the things that really died uh, is we tried to do an in memoriam segment. <laughs> we did. And it we did not a, go well a at all. Couple, a, a good bit of time just now trying to, I think, what, two or three tries yeah. to get it to work? And it just didn't work. So we'd like to have an in memoriam segment to the uh, segments that didn't work, such <laughs> as this in memoriam segment. Uh, or the story about Trump being presidential. Mm, I was sad. Always or, remember. Or uh, in memoriam to my one cat's seventh life. <laughs> uh, in memoriam to the dog that finally did catch the car on the front end. Also, uh, the pronunciation of the word diabetes, since Wilford Brimley has left us. <laughs> uh... In memoriam to our democracy. How, however it may be <laughs> it's it's definitely on a ventilator right now i think 2020 also left us with um uh my happiness left us <laughs> uh, that's a, also that's my marriage uh what's that a 2020 yeah 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 pretty much I feel like the uh, the train left the station a little earlier than that. It did. It did. Yeah, you're right. But still, you know, officially. Uh, is it official? I don't know. That might be a 2020. We'll have to save that for the 2020 reel. Okay. That or 2021. Good. 20. Ah, fuck. What year is it anymore? I don't even fucking know. In memoriam to Jason's memory. <laughs>